Welcome to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, a Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Hey everybody, it's LaDonna Marie, internationally multi-award winning author, speaker, and personal development life coach of LaDonna Marie Books, where my mission is to discover the champion in you through healing and changing a narrative in your life one book at a time. You can shop and find out more information at www.ladonnamarie.org and check out the shop page. Welcome everyone to Planting Positive Seeds. This is Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, your host on tonight. And I'm so excited that you have joined us here Mondays at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern um, to hear all of our amazing guests that we have on. First, I just want to thank each and every person who comes to um, the podcast every week. I see the numbers. I see you all all across the world. And I just thank you for listening to my guests and sharing uh, the podcast with your friends and with your family. And so once again, um, thank you all for listening uh, to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie and my co-host, Jade. And so tonight we have an amazing uh, person on here for you to, to listen to her story, to allow her to share her experiences with each and every one of you all. And so I can't wait to welcome in Miss Berlisa to the show. How are you on tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you, LaDonna? I am doing well. You know, I'm so excited to have you here. We've been um, going back and forth and talking, and I'm just so ready for the listeners of Inspirational Talks to hear all about you and all about your story. And so I just want to get in and I want you to just share a little bit about yourself and your ministry with our listening audience. Okay. Well, I am Verlisa Waring and I'm living in Atlanta. I am an ordained minister, been in ministry for over 20 years. Um, I am also the CEO and founder of the Rise Herd Network, which is a multimedia platform that offers visibility to those seeking to um, increase their brand, increase, of course, their visibility. They want to have the opportunity to share their gifts with the world. Um, My ministry, it is basically where God has me. He has taken me out of the traditional church edifice itself. I am still a part of the church edifice, which is the building, right? And he is now transitioning me into the marketplace. Yes. And so I am um, reminded of the scripture that tells us that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the dust. And, um, you know, I spoke with my bishop and I said, well, you know, daddy, um, how can the righteous, how can the just, how can we receive the actual wealth if we don't go into the marketplace. Yes. And so God has 
really positioned me. He has opened doors, and I don't even like to say doors anymore because doors lead you to a room, and a room has four walls, and so you're boxed in. So I say that God has led me to gates, to regions, because just as J-Bad says, enlarge my territory, he is doing that. So it started out with me um, working for hotels. I was the executive manager for over 16 years. And I started my own publishing company called It Is Written Publishing. Awesome. And um, I did that for about a year. And um, I had always said that, okay, you know what? I've made millions for other people for so many years. Now it's time for me to um, take care of my baby because unfortunately, my business was the side chick. Okay. And you know, the side chick, she don't get the time that she won't. Exactly. And everything that's attached to the side chick, if it's important, guess what? When you get to, to, to the side chick, it's a rush job. Right? right and so January 2000 of this year I stepped out on faith and I walked away from a job that I knew a check was coming every two weeks wow I knew that I would get my um my promotion my you know my raise every year I knew you know I could do hotels with my eyes closed and um I entered into publishing full-time this year okay. January and um, God dropped the Rise Her Network in my lap on top of that. And he brought that to me in a dream. Um, and I told my pastor, I said, you know, I feel like Noah. Because he gave me every, he broke it all the way down for the Rise Her Network. It was nothing left unturned. It was nothing that I had to wonder. He even wow told me the next morning where to go to contact the people who would help me start the network and um, but vividly I heard and I keep hearing and I keep it resonated in my mind what he said to me he vividly said to me that I have created people mm-hmm. but you will not stretch my people right my people cannot show their creativity because they can't afford to share their creativity. So you will not stretch my people. You will give everyone the opportunity to share their voice. And so with the Rise Her Network, I make sure that I have uh, I've created platforms for people to be able to share their stories, to share their voices, um, whether that is in being on a platform for a conference, whether that's virtual or live, whether that is on billboards, if it is to have your own TV show on the network, um, I create those platforms and I create it with an affordable rate where when people hear it, there's no reason for them to say, you know what, Mm, I can't afford that. It's just when we are sometimes, we ask God for something and the opportunity to present itself, we think it's too good to be true. Yeah, that's what he has me on right now. Making sure that I give people the opportunity to share their stories because there are too many people that are still stuck in glass ceilings. Yeah. And it's time for those ceilings to be shattered. 
It's too many people that are still sitting and their voices are muted. It's time for them to forgive. It's time for them to move forward. And it's time for them to let their voices be heard. So simply, that is what I do. Wow. Let me tell you something. God is faithful and God is good. And I'm so thankful that you are here sharing this because I know there's so many people out there who are stuck and don't know where to start. They're stuck and even just sitting still enough to hear the voice of the Lord and so that he can, you know, lay out the plan that he has for their life. And so by you sharing your story, um, you know, with everyone about the Rise Her Network, even being in ministry for 20 years and and going out into the marketplace, because this is just amazing. We have to go out into those uncharted uh, territory so that they can hear the gospel so that they can also see us as living epistles read of men daily um, out but thus said the Lord in, in, in just who we are for him not that we have to say but who we are in him uh, shine bright and let your light shine and so that's amazing just hearing how you know what I'm saying? God is is very meticulous when it comes to the reason why he created us. And so you had to, you know what I'm saying? He had to pull you away so that you could pick back up what he had put on the inside of you so that it could be birthed. Um, so that other people, like you said, they could come in and, and, and birth their gifts. You know what I'm saying? Birth what they have on the inside of us. So kudos to you for stepping out on faith, um, doing, you know, the, the blueprint, what God has said for your life, you know, with you sharing your network and allowing other people to be able to share their stories and tell about so many things that have, you know, happened in their life so that they can move forward because there are a lot of people that are stuck. Some people don't know, you know, what's the next thing to get to where they are. And so I'm so glad that you're here to share with everybody, you know, saying like what you do. Um, I'm, I was just smiling from ear to ear the whole time you were talking because we do have to take uh, what we do out into the marketplace. That's one of the ways that I know the Lord had, had worked with me so many times. It wasn't that um, I don't like being in a building, but for me, the ministry was always out there for those people who couldn't make it to the building, who were out there in the highways and byways, you know, at the book festivals or at the stores that you were at, that you were sharing your business so that they could see it in another way um i thank you for sharing that and then also you're making it affordable for people to be able to live their dreams because it's very oftentimes many people do say well you know what it sounds like a great opportunity but i i just can't you know i can't afford it at this time and so i thank god that he has allowed you to step into your purpose and then also create avenues uh, for other people so thank you so much Um, just for sharing, you know, about your ministry. I want to lead into the question of just asking you, what what inspired you to do what you do and to to get started? Well, I've always been known to be an exalter. I've always been told that I was the encourager out of everyone. I myself have gone through a lot of things. A lot was self-inflicted. But God graced me to be able to go through it. And, um, you know, even when we make bad choices, God is always going to use it for our good. Yes, he will. Once we learn the lesson from it, we're able to move and flow into what what may have happened that Mm. was bad and was terrible. 
when we learn our lesson from it, we're able to then to step out of the shame and the guilt so that we be, be able to share with other people. Now, you know, the first thing we have to re remember, everybody can't handle our story. Exactly. And so it's not for you to go running around telling your story because he didn't tell you to tell your story. What he told you to do is go and let, your, let his light shine within you. And so I've always come off as the mama. No matter what job I had, no matter where I am, I always end up being the mama. And so I am her. You know, um, the, my organization is called Rise Her. Well, who is yeah. her? I am her. You are her. Every female is her. And RISE actually is the acronym. It means to restore, inspire, stand with, and empower her. You know, there were people that spoke into my life, but overall, God restored me. There were many that inspired me, but most importantly, God inspired me to do yeah. what I do. There were many that have stood with me, but there were many that walked away, and there were many that God say, uh-uh, you need, I need, you need to, mm -mm, you got, you got to go on this journey by yourself. And there are many that empowered me, but then I had to learn how to empower myself and cheer myself on. Yeah. And there are so many women and not only women, I deal with men also. There are a lot of men, there are a lot of women that need to be restored back to their creative state back to their greatest first version of themselves. Oh, this, this journey that we call life, it is just that it's a journey. Yeah. And on this journey, we have a lot of bumps and bruises. We have a lot of scars, we have a lot of wounds. We have a lot of hurts, we have a lot of pains. And it causes us not to see ourselves the way that God says we are, to see yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And many of us, we have we never saw ourselves the way God said that we are to see ourselves from even being a little girl or a little boy because yeah. of the things that we were told, the things that were said to us, the things that we saw. So for those of us who have been in the dungeon, those of us who have been in the grind, those of us who have been in the graves, those of us who have been written off and ridiculed and talked about and said you'll never be nothing and God has Ooh. turned that thing around for us to rise up out of the demise that others have set us up for and we ourselves have set us up for. It is our responsibility to go and restore someone else. It is our responsibility to go and inspire someone else. It's our responsibility to go and stand with you. You may need to be restored and inspired. You may have dreams and aspirations, but you don't know what to do, how to do it, when to do it. So somebody needs to stand with you and walk you through it and say, hey, babe, hey, I need you to get it together. Come back, come back. Now, what, what is it that you're trying to do? What is your why of you doing this? And what's the why behind that why if that why doesn't work out? Come on, let's get this plan together. Let's write this vision out. Let's take the steps that need to be done. And you know what? I'm here, I'm rooting you on, but I'm gonna teach you how to cheer yourself on. So that is how I started into doing this because I was her. I had people to see something in me that I didn't see in myself. So that would be so selfish of me not to do that to anybody else. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. 
you know, just speaking to you, it's it's just like our stories are, are, are similar because when you talked about, uh, you know, the lessons that you learned, a lot of the things that in my life uh, that I went through, uh, the Lord had me writing, but most of my books were called Lessons. Like I have two that's called, one is called Lessons, Mirror Conversations, and the other one is called Lessons, Shattered Pieces Being Restored. And he had me to start to speak from the perspective of where I arise to like where I had um I learned those lessons because it was time for me to go back and strengthen my brother and you know my sister so it I just love when you say that and even when you talked about being restored back to your original self you know I I say that so many times because you know um the Lord had me maybe 2018 he was talking about you know default settings and he was talking about taking off those gray clothes but when we restore, we're restoring, like you said, back to who he created us to be before our environment, you know, put stuff on us, before our inner me put stuff in us. The enemy uh, tried to take away who we were created to be. And so I love that, that, you know, through your journey, you've been able to stand in who God has created you to be. And now you're able to help others to rise. Like you said, I, I was looking for a poem. I wrote a poem called I Am She. And it's, it spoke about, you know, saying the things that I had gone through, the things that I had learned, um, the things that I overcame because I kept my eyes focused on who God had created me to be. Yes, it was hard, but I persevered because many times I know even with myself recently in the last couple of weeks, um, I feel like I'm on the break of something that, you know, something great that God is about to deliver. But the enemy keeps trying to remind me of where I've been. And I have to keep putting him in his place and say, well, I'll, I'll live there no more. You know, that happened. Yes, it did. But I'm not there anymore. Um, I lived. I'm here at another point. This is another day, another journey, another blessing. And so I'm so grateful that you, the way you just expounded on that, because we have to disconnect. In our lives, there are going to be some disconnections that have to happen, whether it's God ordained, um, him just leading you, you know, leading you on to another level. And there has to be the necessary disconnections. I know in my lifetime, um, some I had to disconnect because the Lord had said that this is what you have to do. And so it's just a journey that we've all been, you know, been on. So you, I thank you for just sharing that because Many people have to understand um, that where they are, they won't be always. Yeah. And it sometimes look like it is in that moment, but there is another day. There is grace and mercy. You, you know, you will rise out. And like you said, being able to learn how to empower yourself, learn how to encourage yourself, learning how to do those things for you um, when there is no one else to do that. When there one else to pat you on the back or say you know do a good job but I thank you for going and holding others hand and holding them accountable and teaching them how to um, encourage themselves and how to move forward and, and teaching them and showing them how God has shown you so it's such a beautiful story just to hear you you know expound on it I, I'm so excited like because this is some of the things that you know when I'm talking to other people even on the journey of um, my tagline is to discover the champion in you. And I, that, um, I had to, I had to heal. 
and I had to discover who God had created me to be um, even before I could do that for anyone else. Yeah. And so out of the places that I walked through and also, you know, a lot of the things that got revealed to me that was happening. And so, you know, it's always a great time that, like you said, we can use those stories to help other people learn how to be restored to who God created them to be. And so that's such a beautiful way of, of just sharing that with others. Um, I want you to share with others, because like you said, you know, God, God is the, the giver of all of our gifts, our talents and our abilities. And I want you to share with um, our listeners some of your the highlights and the achievements um, throughout your life that you just want to you want to share. Um, ooh, wow. Well, I was fortunate in 2009. Yeah, I'm going to take it all the way back to 2009. Um, I moved into an area of Atlanta, Avondale Estates. And um, my son went to the high school. And I happened to be walking down the hallway. And the principal, she saw me. And she said, you're part of the PTA, right? No, ma'am. I just came to ask some questions because my son is transferring to your school. She said, oh, no, you're part of the PTA. So, you know, that I guess that was her way of nudging me into the PTA. So it went from me joining the PTA to becoming the PTA president to her coming to me and asking me, what is it that you want to do here? And I told her, I said, I want to make an impact with your girls. And she said, what do you want to do with the girls? I said, I want to do a debutante. And she said, okay. She said, um, give me until after homecoming. She said, cause I want one homecoming to be good. And then she said, I'll allow you to do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And uh, of course, when people hear debutantes, that is invitation only. That is generally the private, private sector that hosts it. You know, I'm from Louisiana. So we do cotillions and debutantes all the time, right? Yeah. And I told her, I said, no, I don't want the, I don't want your um, your straight A's or your straight B's. I, that's not who I want. I want your girls that have some troubles. I want your girls that the teacher's like, I don't know why y'all keep letting her come to this yeah. school. And um, so I, I ended up getting a mixture of girls. So I got the girls who were getting the straight A's, but I got the girls that was failing. I got, I got all the girls and yeah. We started out with 60 girls and um, we dwindled down to 40. But I had teachers, I had different instructors coming in. My bishop, my pastor, Bishop C.L. Carter, he came in and he did the first class for me. And it was daddy's little girl. He was speaking into the lives of the girls that may not have had a relationship with their daddies. And he was yeah. speaking into the lives of their mothers. Yeah. And um, that debutante, we, you know, we had our classes. We met, I met with those girls two times a week. That's how I ended up getting on Facebook because I wanted <laughs> to see what they were doing um, so they could see that I was on there watching them. Um, I became very close with their families. Um, it was unfortunate, but it was good that um, we were able to, to get some girls out of some sexual abuse that was going on in their homes that their parents didn't even know was going on. 
where um, the police, we had to get the police involved. And while the kids were in school, they went over to another school to arrest the brothers and the cousins and things like that. So we were able to deliver girls out of those situations. Um, but we were the first public debutante cotillion for what they call the Cab County here in um, Atlanta. And so that was a major accomplishment for me because that is when, you know, you always hear um, the world, politics, you keep the school, you keep the church, you keep politics, you keep everything away. Yeah. But at this time, the school and church came together. Right. Because every instructor that I brought in were all ordained preachers. Amen. And so those babies were able to hear and their parents were able to hear those who were coming from a good place. And then we, I was able to take them to church with me so that they can enjoy the actual um, gathering of everyone together. And I am still in touch with about 20 of those girls now. And wow. they're good in their 30s um, now. Another major accomplishment, becoming general manager of the year for my hotel, did not know out of all of um, Hampton Inns when I was a GM for the Hamptons, did not know I was selected because of the rapport that I had with the staff, the rapport that I had with construction workers and things like that, that I treated everyone like family. As I told you earlier, I always seemed to be the mama out the bunch. Yeah. And um, that was, to me, that was a major accomplishment. I have been nominated for major awards and things like that, but the ones that stick out with me are where I have been personally um, connected with people. Um, that makes the difference to me because what I yeah. tell people all the time, you can measure your success on how much money you make and the things that you are paying, but I measure my success on how impactful I am with people. And if I teach you how to do something, I'm successful when you're able to do what I taught you, plus do what I do, so that way you can move me out the way and take over what I'm doing. Yeah. Wow, like this is, that's so powerful and you know, thank you for sharing it because just making that impact on those girls' lives because, you know, like you said, you stepped in, you brought church and state together and it gave them what they were missing and what they needed in, in having that foundation of, of God and, and all of the, the ministers that spoke into their lives and just your heart wanting to, you know what I'm saying, see them um, to thrive, you know, and, and I love it because I wrote down in, fa in the family atmosphere, um, you know what I'm saying, like many people thrive when you're loving and you're caring and you're nurturing because like you said, you have that that mother uh, spirit to just impact their lives. And, and that's amazing because, you know, um, you planted seeds in them and then they go out and plant seeds in other people because they learn, like you said, they learn what you taught them. They're able to go and duplicate it and do it on their own and be successful. And that's how I feel. Um, I, I feel my most success is when I'm making an impact. You know, people can have their own aha moment when they can come to another uh, perspective on life or, you know, whatever we may be, they may be reading or they may be teaching, but I just thank you for, you know what I'm saying, that contribution. I know, like you said, you, you're still, you know, 
uh, connected with them. And those are like, you know, partnerships and, 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 and relationships that, that last. And, and it'll always be something that you taught them in their mind that they can help to share with other people and just the people that you had to come in and walk alongside you to pour into them. I know that made a lasting, a lasting uh, impact on their lives. So that was just amazing. And congratulations on all of, you know, the achievements that you've gotten thus far. But I always love, because whatever's in your heart to do that the Lord has you to do, it is going to, you know, speak speak volumes because it's, it's because he loved us. You know what I'm saying? And love others. We go out and we share that love. We share that encouragement. And just to hear that so many girls were set free and they were able to live their lives and they were able to come out of things you know what I'm saying? That hinder, you know, would have hindered them for the rest of their lives. That's that's major. You know, yeah. that's a major impact. And so, thank you for your service. Thank you for your willingness to just do it and, and give and help and, and just to be all that God's created you to be. It's just amazing. Um, I want I want you to share with our with our listening audience um, a time when you had to overcome obstacles here on Planting Positive Seeds. You know, I, my motto is planting positive seeds in the lives of others daily. And so there's someone out there that's listening. Um, I want you to share with them a moment in time in your life when you had to overcome an obstacle and, and how the, like, the mindset and what it took for you to continue to move forward. Um, so this um, was a couple years ago before I left out of the hotel industry. I went to a new property. And, um, you know, I haven't been always the Shirley Temple little girl. You know, I've I've done some stuff. I've gotten myself in some trouble, made some wrong decisions, trying to run with other people, um, not realizing that there was a light in me. So the light was going to always shine. Even when I was in the darkest, it was going to shine even more. So I was the one that always got caught. so I went to this this property, and you know, unfortunately, it's a good thing, but it's it's a bad thing. I'm known I was known in the hotel industry as being the terminator. Okay. So um, they knew if I came to their property, it was some issues going on, and Miss V, as they called me, okay, Miss V, come to your property. Ooh, some people finna lose their job because Miss V finna turn this hotel all the way upside down. So, um, some people heard I was coming to the property, some other managers heard I was coming to the property and they could not get a good read on me mm-hmm. because, you know, I come in, I do what I need to do. I'm going to be friendly, but I'm not going to, don't come to me with gossip, talking about other managers. Don't do that. You know, I'll hear you and I will walk away. Right. And so, um, one person decided, okay, we can ready to go and look Miss V up. We're going to find some dirt on Miss V. And so they did. And so I remember my boss, he came to me and he said, uh, he said, come on, let's walk. Because I would always get to work early in the morning. He said, let's walk. And uh, he said, I got your back. And so I'm like, so, you know, him starting the conversation off like that. I'm like, okay, what's going on? He said, um, once I find out who did it, I'm gonna deal with them. You don't have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. But I got you. God got you. And so He began to share with me what was done, 
and what was placed in his um, in his box. Someone had pulled up when I when I had got in trouble back in the nineties, uh-huh. and um, they basically wanted to tarnish my name. They basically wanted to tarnish my character. They basically wanted to um, destroy everything that I had created um, for myself within my career for over 16 years. And um, of course I shed tears because I was like, that was so long ago. You know, I. why would somebody do that? And he kept right. saying, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, I'm fine. But of course, on the inside of me, I was not fine. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I remembered who I was. Amen. And by the time we made, made it back around to that hotel, I think I had recited no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every time that rise up against me in judgment, I've already condemned. I probably had recited that to myself about 20 times. Amen. And I reminded myself, these people will not change who I am. I'm going to change who they are. And I went back into that hotel and I went back into my office and I looked in the faces of the ones that the spirit had already showed me who it was. Mm -hmm. And I said, good morning. How are you? I'm fine, Miss V. How you doing? And I went into my office. People who did not know what was going on because we, I, I never opened my mouth. I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I let God deal with that. Amen. And the more and more I tried to pull away, because of course that that's hurtful. Um, now you you want to you want to treat everybody with a long handle spoon. You don't want to get too close. You don't want them to get too close. You want to speak, and you just want to keep it going. If it's not dealing with business, you don't want to be around them. Well, baby, I think within that whole week more employees and more folks came to me with issues and concerns, personal issues and concerns, and I did not honestly, I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Because do you not see the sorrow on my face? Do you not see that I'm dragging myself in here every single day? But what I came to realize it was in that time that I was going through that the devil really put an attack out on me, was Mm -hmm. actually a test to see would I shut down and say woe is me or would I still do what God had called me there to do because it it wasn't for me to just go to that hotel and go and change stuff it was some people that actually needed some healing there themselves and if I would have shut down if I would not have forgiven quickly Mm -hmm. I would have been the one that needed healing just like they did and so I had to pull myself up out of that that grave yeah i had to do what i had to rise that's right i had to pull it together and i had to again remind myself really so that's something that you used you you did that a long time ago that's not who you are are you gonna let what somebody think they know about you because they see this on paper they don't know nothing about you right let that stop you so that's something that I had to overcome. I had to overcome that portion of being shameful of my past. Mm-hmm. We all have a history. We Some do. people we just do. didn't get caught. Some right. of us did get caught. And because we did get caught, we had the opportunity to learn the lesson 
so that we don't do it again. And that way we can tell other people, baby, you don't want to do that. Right. So regardless if somebody knows your past and they continue to try to throw it up in your face, you remind yourself of who you are and whose you are. You're not that person. Yes, you made a wrong decision. Yes, you did something wrong. Right. Guess what? Forgive yourself, move on. Because yes. greater is he that's in you than he is in the world. And there are greater things in store for you. You just got to move from the old and get to the new. Do not allow anybody to drag you backwards. And yes. don't drag yourself backwards. Right. So I had to literally overcome that obstacle with seeing these same people in my face every day. But guess what? Because I know vengeance is the Lord. Amen. And when I get out the way, he gonna heat coals of fire your old people's head. Now, of course, we don't want bad things to happen to anyone. Right. But everybody that was caught up in that to try to sabotage me, they start falling off the job months and weeks back to back to back. God removed every last one of them. Wow. And it wasn't as though I nor my manager were targeting them. Right. They got themselves in, involved in stuff that we could not even get them out of and we tried to. Right. So when you are doing, living your life for God and you are now lining up your life to do what God has called you to do, or I'm not going to even say you lining up your life to do what God has called you to do. You lining up your life to do something right. Right. Say, I'm not going down the crooked path no more. Fall back. Yeah. You don't have to have revenge on nobody. Right. God will take care of everybody that comes up against you. You right. got to believe that. You have to. Oh, you said a mouthful. I'm so excited because that's one of the things that I that I always do is I always have a Bible verse that backs up something because um, that will help me to get through those moments. And like you said, uh, God is not mocked. And so whatever we reap, we sow. And so we don't look for people, but his Bible says that vengeance is mine. So that's the reason why I would always say, I'm I'm not gonna try to get anybody. I'm just gonna let my daddy get him, let Abba get him. Um, because, you know, I, I wanna continue to, to be who he's created me to be. And so thank you for sharing that story because a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, would've, you know what I'm saying, went in there and just started, you know what I'm saying, uh, getting pulled in and sucked in. But thank you for standing firm on who God has planted you as a woman of God. It just doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Letting the word work for you. I mean, quote no scriptures. I, I tell you, I do that all the time. Even some of the hardest times in my life, I did always. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, I know it's not in my might. I know it's not in my power. I, I always say I know I can do all things through Christ. And that no weapons, like you said, that, that no weapons for me uh, was a lifesaver because, you know, no weapons formed. Even though they form, they're not going to prosper. You know, you can try to form them, but they're not going to prosper. And so thank you for sharing that with our guests. I know that a lot of them will apply it to their lives when they get into different situations of how to handle, you know, saying stressful moments and how to to stay rooted in, you know, saying finding the positive in ways and um, be, you know, just continue to let God handle it. 
you know, and being upright and being who you 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 are. And so I do thank you for sharing that because I have to, you know, do that in, in my day-to-day life. I have to, to continue to do that. I have Bible verses everywhere, positive mindset. I was just telling someone the other day, you know, I'm I'm optimistic. I always want to see the, the best in even the worst situation. I'm looking for what are some of the things that I can pull out that will help me to stay focused on the things that truly matter. And so, you know, by you doing that and allowing God to handle it, um, you surely showed how rooted and grounded that you are. I want to ask you, because we've talked so much about, you know, the things that you've done and in and, 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 and your ministry, but I want to know what do, what do you do outside of your, your business, your ministry, just for fun? How do you have fun? Girl, let's see. I don't do much now. Okay. My fun consists of being at home, binge watching movies. That is my fun. Because <laughs> um, when I was young, baby, when I was young, I had my fun. Um, right. And when I was, when I was a, when I was for, for real, for real center, because you know, we all still do our little, little stuff. Baby, I right. was the chief of the chief of the chief of the chief. Come on. So now, when I'm not doing anything, I can, I can get on a sofa and I try to come out of my bedroom, but every now and then I'll be in my bedroom and I'll watch movie after movie after movie after movie. Yeah. I, I go from Netflix to Tubi, from Tubi to now I've been doing the BET Plus. Okay. Then I'll jump to LMN, Logan's is not a rerun, because I think I've seen the majority, 95% of those movies like three, four times. So uh-huh. yeah, I like to binge watch movies. Just get somewhere, have my bathrobe on, because I like to stay cozy and binge watch movies. That that's that's what I love to do. And you know, of course, all women we like to shop, but I don't have the patience to be in stores for a long period of time. I like to go in and come on out. So mm-hmm. yeah, my best thing is put me somewhere with a TV. Yeah. To binge watch. Yes, ma'am. Listen, that I know that's the best. I was just saying that to someone. They were like, "Well, what are you doing? Um, you know, what what does your fun consist of?" And I was like, "Watching movies, like you know, watching things like it. That's my fun. I mean, I yeah. I love to, to go. I you know from from Prime to Netflix, you know, going back and forth and just you know watch, watching something. Because for me, even though like as a writer, and then having multiple tasks and then you know I, I am a mother of, of two energetic young men and so um, my just my peace and my joy is to just watch me a good show that I love and mm-hmm. like I said show to show and so that's still the joy that we have and and, yeah. and I love it so I mean I don't you know ask these questions because you know people you know say like we going to Niagara Falls, but it's just whatever your peace of mind is. And so I'm right there with you because I can't I can't wait to just, you know, kick back and just have a little peace and quiet and, and be watching my shows, you know, uninterrupted. Yeah. And, <laughs> and focus on just, you know, watching and finishing that because like I said, I have to sometimes just do that to take my mind off of, you know, what's on the to-do list, what's coming up 
next? You know, do I have to write anything? What, you know, what's next? So thank you for sharing it. I, I love to hear what, what others are doing. Um, I'm, you know, we're going to wrap it up. I, I just enjoy, you know, this time that I've had, you know, speaking with you. But I want you to share with, you know, our listening audience, if you have any upcoming projects, I want you to share where they can find you, where they can find more about your Rise Her Network and, you know, get connected with you. Please share that um, with our listening audience. Okay, so I do have an upcoming event. It is the I Am Woman Summit 2022. It is occurring September the 28th through October the 1st. The first two days, September the 28th and September the 29th, are going to be virtual panels and workshops. Okay. Um, September the 30th will be live here in Atlanta, Georgia at the Hilton Peachtree City, Atlanta Hotel and Conference Center. And we're going to culminate everything on October the 1st with our first awards gala, just celebrating women, the essence of women. And um, they could get more, they can register. Registration is free. Okay. I'll say that again. Registration is free. They, they can register at I am woman summit.com and um, those who are in Atlanta I would love for them to come to the actual live presentation the whole um, summit I have over 37 speakers wow. coming from I have even some coming from Canada Japan and from the United Kingdom our oh, headliner um, for this summit is um, Dr. Kareem Ellis. And if anybody has heard of Dr. Kareem Ellis, he is the bum diggity of the bum diggity of motivation. He yeah. takes the simple things like a chess game and checkers, and he creates life stories for us to be able to apply to our very own lives. So I am super excited about this I Am Woman Summit. This is our inaugural summit. And um, very excited about that. So they can, again, they can register, get more information about it at IamWomanSummit.com. They can connect with me at VerlisaWaring.com. And they can find out more about the Rise Her Network at TheRiseHerNetwork.com. And they can simply email me at Verlisa.Waring, like you're wearing your clothes, um, at the riseherrnetwork.com also and then of course um, my social media pages Verlisa Waring Facebook Verlisa Waring Instagram I am Verlisa on Twitter yes well thank you so much and congratulations on your inaugural gala uh, it sounds like an amazing and I have heard of Kareem Ellis I've heard of him I think I met him when, um, Clubhouse, my first actual year on Clubhouse, I was in some of the rooms where he was speaking and he's a dynamic uh, speaker and motivator. And so I know that every person that's going to be there and even the other guests and speakers that you have, they're going to gain so many nuggets um, for their lives. And so congratulations again. Um, you know, this is the end of the program. If you have any final thoughts that you just want to share with the listeners, um, as we, we begin to leave, do you have any final thoughts? Live a life that I lived you. That is my motto. And I tell people that all the time. I want you to start being intentional with everything that you do. 
I want you to be impactful with everyone you meet. Why do I say that? Because 100 years from now, 20 years from now, 30, 40, but 100 years from now, whatever you did here on earth, you want to be remembered for. Still to this day, we're in 2022, we're reading things from William Shakespeare. Yes. We're still living off of the, I have a dream for Martin Luther King. Right. So whenever you come in and encounter anyone, be intentional. If you see that person needs a smile, smile. Yes. If you see that person needs a hug, hug them. If you recognize something in that person and you feel in your spirit that you need to tell them, baby, it's going to be okay, do that. Yeah. Start where you are, make your mark. You don't have to, it doesn't take a degree to be intentional. It doesn't take a degree to be impactful. It doesn't take a million dollars to be impactful to anyone's life. But begin today taking the steps to live a life that outlives you. Make a difference. You matter, your voice matters, your story matters. It's time for you to share. Awesome. Such amazing and astounding words. Be intentional, be impactful, and living a life that matters. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to have you on Inspirational Talks. Thank you for sharing your life and your story and your ministry. Uh, once again, congratulations on everything. And we thank you. If you ever want to come back to Inspirational Talks to talk about, you know, any upcoming projects, please do. Okay. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. So everyone, we thank you all for joining us uh, on tonight. Please be sure to come back every Monday at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. Peace and blessings, everyone. I have gained so many valuable lessons from my experiences. In writing Things I Wish I Knew, Letters to My Little Sisters is a collection of heartfelt conversations with young girls and young adults all over the world, helping them to be prepared for things ahead. This has been another purpose-packed episode of Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, a Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Please remember to like, share, and tell your friends about the podcast. Stay tuned for many more Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie.